Three, two, one. What's up, guys? My name is Tony, and welcome to the Tony and Frankie Show. I'm Frankie. <laughs> what, are you, um, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking a sparkling water, liquid death, but it has, um, but I added tequila to it and some lemon. I so it's like a tequila spritzer. Death. It's like super expensive water. And I'm drink also, no, also drinking water in the form of naranjas, chilada. Or, or as Tony refers to it as chinos. Chinos, yeah. Orange means chinos. Good job. Oh, Thanks. Geez. I learned a lot of this podcast. Liquid Death is kind of pricey, but actually I found a 12 pack of the sparkling waters like this at Grocery Outlet for six bucks. What? I paid $8 for one every time I was at a concert. You, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For oh. sure. How are you feeling? Uh, oh, well, uh, let me tell you how I'm feeling first. Uh, obliged. <laughs> first of all, um, my check-in this week is that... As you know, I finished my story, right? The story that I've been wanting to write. And I sent it to Tony. Tony's the first person. Tony, I guess, is the person I feel the most emotionally connected to these days. And I sent him my um, story. And he started reading it. You got a third of the way through, which I am glad, I guess, that that it's readable. Mm -hmm. um, but you gave me some feedback. And it, there were things that I doubted about the, the story. Um, and... I think your critiques were really well thought out. I think you worded them well. As much as I was rolling my eyes and arguing mm -hmm. with you and having stuff thrown at me. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Tony threw, or Tony was eating like <laughs> stuff. And then he's, I like was, I was like talking over him, interrupting him and he threw it at me. <laughs> so camera. I hit, I hit my, I hit my, my, uh, my phone with crackers so like shut up Frankie I'm telling you something uh, yeah <laughs> so that's the kind of aggressive violence that I've been dealing with this evening mm -hmm. but um but uh yeah 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 no but I do appreciate your um critiques very much and I'm happy to apply most of what you <laughs> suggest no, I'm just kidding I think all of what you suggested was really good so thank you for that Right. Well, I think when it comes to Frankie's writing, what I saw a lot of the times was that, you know, you can tell where he like really dove deep and he really made like spectacular emotion come out of it. And where he was um, just, I mean, this is his first actual, like, this isn't your first try on the script, is it? This is my first thing ever. Yeah. Right, right. So all I wanted was to make sure he brought all his sunshine and light to every aspect of what he was doing because it, it really is like really good. There are so many times where you're like, you painted a beautiful picture for me where I was like, oh my God, he's got to just continue on with this right here, bringing that to life. So it's a good read and we're going to just continue. I'm happy that you're able to connect with it because um, I came to a conclusion recently that most of the main characters in the story are fractions of Tony <laughs> And myself just split up into four different people. Oh my God, I'm surprised he told everybody. I know, but you know what? I think that it's apparent at this point. Mm. Well, 
Um, I'm glad we did that. I'm, I'm actually spent time like this weekend. I was busy. Like I had so much going on, but yeah, you I did. I absolutely made sure to dedicate some time to like reading um, the script you sent me. Oh, you read it over the weekend? Yeah. Or like, I mean, you read it during the weekend? Yeah. Wow, Tony. Thanks for taking the time to do that because you did have a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. I heard all about it. <laughs> so I'm 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 glad that you made time for that. But yes, sure. tell me more about your weekend. Was it full oh. of drama? <laughs> so this yeah, weekend, um, obviously I'm on TikTok and I've been hanging out with my TikTok friends. So it was really fun uh Friday night to meet my friends in person to hang out with them to drink party slay all day every day um but they got me wasted like they kept giving me drinks and all that good stuff and then um whatever I had to wake up early because Tony um needed to travel a few hours away to go see other friends and that was a lot of fun because what what other friends I'm just meeting (laughs) shut up I'm just meeting a lot of people. I'm just meeting a lot of new people um, all at once. So it has been intense. We have laughed. We have cried. We have um, argued. argued. (laughs) (laughs) Gone drunk. Yeah, the drama, the drama. We had so much fun, I would say. Um, And I'm just, I'm learning about... um, how to deal with gay people because I think um the beginning of the year I was like I want gay friends you remember that yeah and I was like oh I'm right here <laughs> <laughs> there I am I'm just right. kidding I'm just kidding but when it when it comes to um me actually meeting like other people besides you like these people are more like online to like in different ways type of thing right um, less important I think is what you mean. Jesus. <laughs> it's made me realize that, you know, there's so many different types of gays out there. And I'm trying to navigate that. For sure. Yeah, totally. Because I think you, that kind of bleeds into our topic this week, obviously. Because this got us thinking about something that you read online at some point. Some quote that Tony swore to God that he read and I was like, well, find it. And I was like, we're not going to find it. We're not going to find it. He found, Frankie found that shit. Literally found that shit. It'll take him about three minutes. Yeah, I found it with almost absolute ease. But um, it was actually a very interesting, um, it was an interesting look at gay subculture as putting it into boxes three specific boxes that honestly feel a little dated, but at the same time, I think that we can apply it to modern terms, which Mm -hmm. I think is what we started doing when we were discussing this topic. And then Tony started to see it a little bit differently than I did. So let's discuss it and let's fight. So, um, okay. What is this concept? So we actually, the concept is from somebody's book and I, I don't remember what it is. And I don't know if, I don't know if we should share that because we're totally ripping it apart. Right. Um, but okay. the, the concept okay. is actually about three different types of people, but we categorized, we categorized, we categorized, <laughs> um, as for Tony different. came up with a fourth one. Yes. I came up with the fourth one. Um, how should we do it? Do you want to just, let's talk about the first one. Okay, yes. The first one, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, is 
the lifestyler or the peacock what is that mm. so um uh, what i got out of it is this person um is gay and it is key to their identity as being gay and uh me and frankie were talking about it um and we were really like kind of going back and forth with what it is you know um and this my... is when the fight started happening and the throwing right. of the, of the... <laughs> but what i see as um somebody who is a lifestyler is somebody who is you know all about drag race somebody who's all about clubbing all about the gay scene the big groups of gay friends the the, <laughs> the gay drama and all that and then Frankie brought in a whole different aspect and I think I'm maybe I was bringing in the city aspect and you're bringing in the more like subtle aspect yeah obviously when I try to put myself into your perspective I immediately think yes like clubbers and social media gays like people who are just immersed in this kind of gay experience of our generation but when I sort of think of the lifestyler it's somebody who surrounds themselves with the concept of being gay so like in terms of not living in a in a major city like you do and i live in a smaller area for me a lifestyler in my community would be there are a couple of gays who kind of run the youth program here in the napa valley um and they're big advocates you know for the gay community they have gay events at some of the restaurants and wineries around here um and stuff like that and for me, that's what a lifestyler is. It's something where being gay pretty much takes the forefront of your identity. It reflects in your lifestyle. It reflects in your work and your day-to-day -day life. Like it's everywhere, your social life. Everything is about being gay. Like it's your, it's, it defines you versus some of the other categories that we're going to get into. Right. Because it says key to identity. Right. And that's a big thing. And also, there's nothing wrong with that, because I find some gays uh, who are lifestylers are just really awesome people. So if you happen to oh. fit into that category, that's not what he was saying earlier. That's not <laughs> what he was saying earlier. Whatever. I'm interested in a lifestyler. So I think there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you live and breathe the queer community and that is something that's admirable you know those are the, our trailblazers those are our advocates the people who protest for us you know um are the icons of our community the pillars of our community they're the lifestylers you know so next up is the somebody who kind of weaves their way in and out of the that gay vibrance so it's the commuter or the chameleon the commuter so i wrote down you told me it had intense social and sexual um lives so it's somebody uh i guess in a sense who's able to like go in and out somebody who can work do corporate jobs do um you know like gay isn't like a big part but it's a big part of their social life it's a big part of like who they are and i think me and you like we both definitely land in the commuter spectrum for sure like in my small town me and andre are definitely bringing the flavor right uh, so like <laughs> that you know it's, it's important to us like it it you can see it in our being um but at the same time it doesn't really dominate our day-to-day -day life. It's not really a part of who we are, but it's definitely part of what we do when we go out 
hang out with friends, go to pride, you know, go to the club or whatever, what have you, or even hang out with our gay friends. But it's not to the extreme where it's like, it's constantly our being like, we're constantly feeling like we need to be seen for our pride and our gayness and all of that. You know what I mean? It's, right. you know, and it, and I think that it, it further describes it in the article that it's not a, it's, whereas the lifestylers feel it's their identity to be gay, the, um, chameleon or the commuter it being gay is more of something that you do like that's some that's an activity that you engage in in your social and sexual life but in the other aspects of your life you're fairly not uh primarily focused on your homosexual lifestyle right because we hang out with straight people we hang out at straight places we don't do things that are necessarily purely gay or purely straight we just do what we prefer yeah, we do. Yes, exactly. Which I think then brings us to the third, the third step, right? Which is what? I was going to say, you're going to have to explain that one because we had, this is where we started throwing the crackers. This, I'm, this is I'm where, not gonna, I'm not this gonna is where the it. fight started. Okay, <laughs> good, good. I'm go glad because I don't want to be abused again. Um, the integrator. All right, bring it on. The integrator or the um, the centaur. So this is somebody who Tony feels is somebody who's not really part of the gay scene at all. Like somebody who, you know, is not really like sort of antisocial from a gay social life. And I was like, no, the integrator is described in the article as, you know, instead of the lifestyler being who you are, versus the commuter what you do versus the integrator which is it's just a part of your being mm -hmm. it doesn't define you whereas the lifestyler being gay defines their life the the integrator it's just a part of who they are but it doesn't define their life it it could mean that they have assimilated in some way like they've subscribed to the heterosexual values of life through a homosexual lens or it means that they don't subscribe specifically to being a homosexual like that is their being but maybe they're more free than that you know maybe they're more free than from that label maybe they're more adventurous in their you know life i don't know you know what i mean but like they explore all fractions of life not just that small part of who they are I like how you put that. You put what was that that you just said? You said um, that like they are they subscribe to that heterosexual norm, but in the lens of like someone who's homosexual. Oh, but through a homosexual lens, yeah. Yeah, I love that because I feel like that does describe much more of what I'm thinking, and I can think of like a specific person that I know who who's definitely um an integrator. Who say their name? I'm not gonna say who. I'll text you. Okay, so <laughs> there's that. But because it wasn't fully what Tony was thinking it was, Tony said, well, then there has to be a fourth identity in this. Right, because it doesn't go all the way, like the spectrum of a lifestyle who's like forever all about it, like whatever. Submerged. It's submerged into it. Then there has to be the fourth one. There has to be a spectrum of DL. The DL, the people, the... 
the closet cases. Yes, the people who who perform these acts and do it in hiding and who's like, who's ashamed, right. Who's ashamed that gay is a part of them and, or not ashamed that gay is a part of them, but, or whatever it is that they, um, but they have to keep it a secret for some reason or whatever the hell they continue to do the act, but they do not embrace the gay lifestyle. Okay. Or what about the people who don't embrace in the act? Like what if what about people who like literally they know it in the bottom of their heart that they're gay, but they will not give in. They're cho- they're actively choosing to present hetero right. because they just do not want to deal with it. That would be the DL spectrum, right? The people who involve and who do the act secretly to the people who just choose not to accept who they are. That's that would be the whole other side. Hmm. Professor Tony. (laughs) But that would make sense, you know, that there's there's four different types of gays and who we are. And I would I mean I would have to agree that we're both commuters, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I specifically subscribe to all the ideals of an integrator, but I think if everything is a spectrum, that in the commuter level, I would be like commuter integrator leaning whereas you would be commuter lifestyle Lifestyle. leaning yeah top leaning bottom leaning (laughs) but Uh both versatile but Mm -hmm. both versatile (laughs) depending Um, on you know if you play your cards right (laughs) you quote me on that But I mean, I thought that was, I thought that was such an interesting thing. Like, I think I saw it off a of TikTok and I was like, oh my God, this is such a good way of describing um, gays and how we kind of act, you know, like, and I don't mean to put us in a bucket or in like a, in a piece, but like, I, I always like to know right. where I belong. And, and I definitely feel like when it comes to um, gays, I think majority of us are commuters, you know, I think when you think of life stars, I see that as rare. Yeah, it's rare. I definitely think they were more present in the generations prior to us. You know, a lot of the people that allowed us to have this space to freely talk about our sexuality, those were the lifestylers, you know what I mean? And I don't think a lot of people these days are driven enough to be a lifestyler. Right. But they're out there. Also, yeah. So when you think of just, you know, RuPaul Drag Race bringing such gay attention and people getting paid just to be gay or be drag queens, you know, it's just it's just transformed into different things. 100%. And, you know, any drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race who's living their life as a full time drag queen is a lifestyler. Right. That's their entire being is about what they're what they're serving to the gay or to the you know LGBTQ plus community. Yes. Um, that was pretty short, but I think we got what we wanted to say. I think we hit all the notes for this one. Yes. Yeah. I don't I I would be interested to see what everyone else thinks. Like, do you right. think the DL should even be a part of that spectrum? Or do you know somebody on the DL that you want to expose? <laughs> Give us a message on Dude, Instagram. Drama. <laughs> Instagram at Tony and Frankie Show or TikTok at Tony and Frankie Show. Tony is 
always available to you 24-7 on Instagram and Twitter at Tony underscore living 91. Or you can catch him on TikTok at Tony living 91. I'm also on TikTok now at Frankie Corona 91. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. The Instagram one's too long. Instagram's at Frankie.Corona.Gonzalez. That's a long one. Well, um, when this comes out, I kind of want to know, are you a lifestyler? Are you a commuter? Are you uh, an integrator? And obviously you won't be on the DL. <laughs> you might be. Let us know if you're on the DL. Yeah, uh, yeah. give us a whole DM on that one because I know you're not going to comment on what we post. It'll be in between us and you. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that's it for now. Bye. Bye.